0: Hi, this is Dion Begg from Butler Mortgage. We're currently ranked the number one mortgage brokerage in Ontario and number two in Canada. And much of our success is due to the fact that we help clients acquire multiple investment properties. If you'd like to talk with a mortgage advisor who specializes in investment property, you can reach me at 888-684-8326. To learn more about what's going on in the world of investment property financing, check out episode 23 of the Breakthrough Podcast, where I discuss the topic with Robin Sandy.
1: Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast, episode 122. If you're looking for the skills and tools to succeed in real estate investing, you've come to the right place. This show is about breaking through barriers, breaking through limiting beliefs, and breaking through to the life that you want to live through the power of real estate investing. This is the Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Rob Brake and Sandy McKay.
2: Hello and welcome again to the Breakthrough Podcast. Glad you could join us today. Welcome, Sandy. How are you?
1: I'm fantastic. Yourself?
2: I'm great. Doing really good. It's it's been super hot out. It's been a good summer, as far as that goes, anyways. Um, maybe not everything else, but <laughs> weather-wise, we've been doing okay. Um, Absolutely. And business-wise, actually, not doing too bad. You know, as far as that goes as well.
1: Hey, that's pretty good. Market's been uh, been exciting and uh, active. I think more active in the last few months than earlier, uh, of course. So. Good and bad for real estate investors, but we'll get into that a little bit maybe if we have some time here. Um, hopefully you've been uh, acquiring some stuff or, or m- making some moves with the, your own improp- own properties or anything exciting there.
2: Myself? Yeah. Oh, all kinds of exciting stuff. Jump over to YouTube. You look up my videos and let's see what I'm up to. Awesome. Um, so everybody listening should go over to breakthroughreipodcast.ca and there they can find all of our episodes that we've, recorded in the past over the past what six years now sandy and uh and um they can get in touch with our guests they can leave us reviews and and like and subscribe and all that kind of stuff So go over there to the website and uh and check out uh, itunes as well right oh wait sorry I I almost forgot about our free gift. We have a free gift on the website, Sandy, that you like to talk about. So tell us about that.
1: Well, the ultimate uh, strategy for building wealth through real estate. Yeah, free report you can grab there, which will help guide you and get you started on uh, on a lot of the strategies we utilize, and also will get you on our list so that you never miss an episode, you never miss a, an event or anything that we got going on. You're gonna get updates on all that stuff, so you can jump in our community a little deeper and uh, and get to know us better. So go over and do that. BreakthroughRAIpodcast.ca. And also, you know, if you're just listening on audio still, you know, jump onto our Facebook and YouTube channels, watch us live. You'll get access to our shows before they come out on audio. And you can uh, dive deeper on that, see us in, in uh, yeah, virtually at least, and, uh, and jump on the conversation as we go live, ask questions, that sort of thing when we have a guest here. So if you're not doing that yet, um i would encourage you to to do that uh after you listen to this episode or as you listen to this episode
2: yeah we've got a spot there's a comment section right there so during the interview if you want to ask the guests some questions we might not get to them all but if we've got some good ones there we'll definitely share them so absolutely hop on and and say what's on your mind um as well please go over to itunes and subscribe to our show and leave us a rating and review
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Helps us get more great guests, helps us uh, grow the show, grow everything. And we've had some great ones over the years and uh, keep bringing them because it uh, really does help us get this content out uh, across the nation um, in Canada, which is where we focus. We don't go beyond that, which I think has been one of the greatest things about this show over the years.
2: I definitely think so. And it's not for lack of people asking us from America to come on the show and not that they don't have a lot of great um, information to share, but you know, my question back to anyone that wants to come on, what Canadian-specific information can you bring for us? And generally, from, the, from uh, the other side of the border there, the answer is, well, none. Talking about uh, just different strategies that don't necessarily work in Canada, right? So there's specific stuff that we need to focus on here, and and I think that, that is one of the things that we've done really well is stay focused on on helping Canadians push forward and move forward. So. I'm uh, very proud of that too. Um, and today is no exception as far as great shows go, is it? No, great-
1: it's exciting. We've got another great we've kind of been all over the nation lately, actually. We've been in Montreal, out mm-hmm. uh, west, uh, with our guests, and uh, bringing it back a little closer, I guess, to, to our, where we are in Ontario with uh, with our next guest here, Rasna Aurora. So, uh, welcome to the show, Rasna. I'll, I'll give you a little quick bio, and then uh, I'd love to hear a little more about your background and how you've. Uh, been growing your portfolio in real estate over the years. Um, Rasna is a Black Card University coach. Uh, she is uh, a very established investor. She's been investing over 12 years in real estate, properties uh, in mostly all over the Ottawa Valley area, but also West, a little bit Saskatchewan uh, and beyond. And she's uh, just in the last year alone, bought over 29 properties and so she's really ramped up her investing and started scaling things. And so I'm really excited to welcome you to the show and learn a bit more about what you've been up to. So welcome,
2: Razna. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, welcome. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations Thank you. on that. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you so much. A little bit more. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to add to the bio there? Um,
0: no, I think you pretty much covered it. Um, I've been investing for over 12 years now. And in the last three years, mainly, we ramped up and scaled our business, Uh, added a couple of companies, and uh, I did a lot of flips, uh, invested in myself, and now I help other fellow new investors to learn the business, to understand systems and processes, and, you know, help them get going in their own real estate portfolio in this wonderful Canadian market.
2: Awesome. Okay, so that is where you are now. Let's talk a little bit about where you started. So just uh, give us a little bit on your journey from the, from the start of this
0: whole thing. Certainly. Well, I um, moved here. I, I immigrated to Canada about 17 and a half years ago and came here with nothing but a return ticket to back to India because I, had, uh, um, I moved here after I'm, I got married to someone I met online through an arranged uh, marriage kind of setup. up and uh, I'm all for adventure. So uh, that's a whole different conversation, but um, came here basically with no money, as many of uh, you know, the immigrant uh, population does. And that's what I think makes my story a little bit different, is that you can come here with next to nothing and you can grow as much as you want to, as much as you think you wish to, and even more and even beyond. As long as you're determined, you go and search opportunities, invest in yourself, uh, all that fun stuff. And um, I was constantly learning. Every single thing in Canada was new for me. So starting with the credit system. And I think that will help uh, a lot of immigrants and new people to Canada understand uh, how to do real estate better is, uh, you know, um, to understanding of those basics. And uh, yeah, since then, last three years ago, we were able to um, scale up in a huge manner. And now, as you correctly mentioned, we got about 29 properties in the last 12 months. And we basically create secondary suites in each of them. So we have about, you know, a little over 50 units in total, all of them in bungalows and single family homes, basically. And the Ottawa market's been doing great. It's it's crazy actually, more than great. So it's hard to find opportunities, but that's the whole reason you invest in yourself and you learn how. You learn the strategies, you learn negotiation skills and connect with people. Your network is your network. And uh, yeah, there's there's no stopping anybody as long as you're open, you listen to people and you are willing to learn. So I'm willing to learn till
2: the end of time. Well, it sounds like, you, as you were saying, you really did start with nothing. Yes. So let's, let's for those of, and, and I think there's a lot of them out there listening to this show in the same boat as that. How did you actually get into real estate investing right from the beginning? Let's talk about that, the first deal and, and
0: how you pulled that off. Sure. Um, so when I moved to Canada, I uh, came from a service background. I was a hotel management graduate in India and in the service industry. So I joined a bank over here and that was a great help because it it was good, good enough income to get started. And um, so we bought our first property in a very typical fashion, you know, put 20, 25% down. I don't remember what it was at that time, but, uh, and that's where I caution people, um, you know, you decide to become an investor and you just say, okay, let's, I got some money in the bank. I have saved up hard enough. You know, I've, used to budget, oh, my God, $30 a week uh, on groceries between just the two of us. And you know, saved the, the good old uh, middle class way and had enough money for a down payment at that time. Now, what triggered it was uh, I read a book, as many of us investors do, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, and I had, re- I had been given that by my mother uh, a long time ago. But I read it again. And then I read a lot of other books um, that got me thinking, and I was just enthralled by the whole real estate system. I um, put that money down in and bought our first property uh, in a traditional fashion—just buy and hold. Um, you know, yeah, cash flows hundred bucks. Yeah, that's wonderful. I'm I'm such a great real estate investor. Not realizing that I could have used at that time that amount of money to put five percent down on five different properties. But because I thought I knew it all and I was such a smarty, you know, I didn't um, invest in a networking system or program or learned anything. And that I think, yes, of course, that was wonderful to get started. But at the same time, I could have done much more with those funds had anybody around me told me about that. But um, so that's that's what I, uh, you know, that's what I started with. And then I joined uh, an organization many of us know and, in Canada for Investors Reign at that time uh, by the great Don Campbell and learned so much. Um, connected with people, learned through meetings and all of that stuff. And uh, yeah, uh, since then, it's it's been an exciting journey and here we are.
2: And I think that's something important that you just mentioned really, is that I would imagine where you were when if somebody had said to you, well, you're in a position you can actually buy five houses you know, when you start, you might be like, whoa, hold up. Like, I, I, I can't handle five houses. I can handle one right now. And so that being said, you know, that's how a lot of people feel, I think. But I think it's very important for everyone to talk to the right mortgage specialist and get yourself set up to be able to do that, to continue to grow. Because it, it, you're inevitably inevitably going to want to whether you are ready to buy five houses right now or not. So, uh, so I agree. important, I think you said.
0: I agree, and the basic foundation, uh, as I tell my students as well now, and I've learned through experience, is uh, you need to build your foundation first, and that's where the team comes. You first develop a team, You know, get the right lawyer on your side and an insurance broker who, who knows the business, who works with investors, uh, realtors who uh, work with and understand um, working with investors and finding those distressed properties or the kind of particular properties that you were uh, trying to create a niche uh, in and every, every single person, like, it's not me who's created this, it's a whole team and without any of them, without going through everything that we did, without my network, who were able to you know, pull me out of situations where I could have uh, you know got into a lot of trouble, or if I if I was facing issues, the fact that I have an amazing network of people, of fellow investors, of people who've, you know, done uh, what I'm trying to do and beyond, uh, it's, I think it's super essential to success at any level, whether you're a beginner, or, you know, you've been investing for a while. We, I want to be um, next to the dumbest person in the room. I don't, you know, uh, just making it putting it out there simply but i don't want to be the smart smartest person in the room because then i'm not going to learn anything um you know you've got and you've got to many a times you have to pay to be in those rooms and that's fine that was also a huge mindset shift for me um because you know again someone says oh you have to pay a hundred dollars for this meeting oh i mean hundred dollars is i wish it was as cheap as that <laughs> now but now I see the value of that, and as a new investor, it's very hard to see the value because you're nickel and dime- diming, and you're trying to, uh, you know, just do the most that you can with the least amount of um, resources. But I think if, if we just work on our mindset and uh, expand our mindset and just completely change the way we think, uh, going for a, from what is you know generally known as a poverty mount mindset to an abundance mindset, and think that no. You know, we we'll get more and we we'll win more if I just involve more people uh, who are more successful than me, who I can learn from. So I think that's essential to my growth and the growth of many people that I know.
1: Awesome. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons, Like, I mean, mindset seems to be at the start of pretty much every book, investor book, sales book, personal development type books. There's always a mindset element to it, right? It's an ongoing, um, ongoing thing you need to work on and keep growing to Absolutely. be able to to be able to grow at whatever you're trying to do. Grow. Growth in general requires your mind to grow, right?
2: Yeah. Um,
1: so, yeah, I love what you said there. Now,
2: Andy, we can talk about two very common themes. If if, if not 75% of the guests that we've had on have said that exact same thing is, first of all, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I mean, that comes up with almost every single person we talk to. Yeah. So if you haven't gotten that, that nugget of info out of the show yet, just go grab that book and read it. Um, and the other one, I think that's very common too is just the network, right? So getting into that room is very important for people to start out. So those two things we hear almost every interview. So people listening, take the, take that as gold, okay?
1: And take action on it in some way, shape yes. or form.
0: Yes, taking action is the most most important thing, actually. Uh, many people, many of us, you know, we read so much, and there's so much, there's an abundance of information now with Google and social media. Uh, so we're we're almost overwhelmed, not almost, we are overwhelmed with information and data. But it's what we do with that information that's going to ultimately determine where we're gonna be, where we're gonna land up, the path we're gonna take. If you're not gonna take the first step, you're not getting anywhere. You can read, you know, Warren Buffet's best list or Bill Gates' best book list every single day. But, and that's, that's great for changing mindset, by the way. But you've got to take action from what you're learning. And till you do that, you know, your situation, your future, your family's future is not going to change. So taking action is super important as I'm sure you, you totally agree with as well in your own careers and growth.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So your investment strategy now, what what is it now specifically? And, and how has that changed over the years? Have you always been doing the same type of uh, uh, investments? Or has that changed?
0: Uh, it has changed a lot. I started with, you know, the good old simple buy and hold, buy a townhome, three bed, four bed, two bath kind of thing, rent it out to a single family. And that's it. Keep it boring. Keep it simple. But then, uh, about three years ago, as I mentioned, uh, you know, I was able to double my portfolio because of what I had invested in 12 years ago, uh, and that's another thing for investors to keep in mind: that the compounding interest uh, on time and uh, money and all that. Uh, it's that's why it's super important to get started. What's the right time to start investing? Right? It was yesterday. Well, the second best time is now, uh, and you you know don't get the news and the media, yes, listen to it, but don't let it influence you in a, in a way that's not gonna help you get to your goals. Find a way, find a solution. Uh, and of course I have now just uh, detracted from your uh, comment there, but uh, yeah, so just coming back to what you asked. Um, so I started that way, but then um, later on, I started uh, learning about flipping. And uh, I, I'm not someone who watches a lot of HDTV, I have watched them, but it's not that. Oh, I watched it and I said, "Oh my God, this is so wonderful!" Let's let's do this. I've not lifted a hammer probably in my life, maybe just for a picture. So that's not me. But I love business. I love real estate with a passion. I love creating what you know, something beautiful. And so we took that, and I invested in courses where I learned about flipping, and I hired a coach, uh, Stefan Arneo, and uh, and then. I started uh, doing the flips. So we did about uh, fourteen deals uh, last year. Um, you know, ranging from flipping to a wholesale to a, a conversion. We did one conversion, which is basically uh, for those who may not know: you buy a single-family home and then you legally convert it into two units. That's the simplest conversion. Um, you take take care of zoning and bylaws and doing it with permits. So it's a it's a complicated process for those who don't know about it, but it can be absolutely done. Um, and many people uh, who are doing it in Canada, I'm sure will be happy to help you and answer questions, whoever have them. Um, but that's our model now. So now we don't sell our properties anymore since last year, actually. And we realize the value of uh, you know not doing that. So we flip it to ourselves and we do what is called More commonly in the investment world is the Burr method, which is buy, renovate, rent, uh, refi, and then repeat. So once we got uh, into that, we were hooked. And uh, so we've created a niche market uh, in the Ottawa area where we buy these single-family homes. and We add a legal secondary dwelling, uh, basically duplicating what's on the main floor. So if you have a three-bedroom bungalow, which uh, many cities are full of, the older kinds, the 50s, 60s, 70s bungalows that need a lot of updating. We buy those at the right price, right price being crucial. Um, And as long as the numbers work, then we create a secondary unit, which is exactly the same model as upstairs, thereby creating two rental incomes. And because of the quality of the work that we put in, we get top rents. So just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and we are doing this completely with OPM. Um, there's no bank involved because the banks would not want us to do this. Uh, not not us. I mean investors, right? They they limit you very quickly in the single family um, market where they you reach you hit three to five properties and suddenly you can't get financing. So private lending is huge. Um, in this world and that's what helps create win-wins for investors like us and investors who want to create a passive income but don't have the time energy or want to put in, you know, the work. So that's that's a whole different world.
1: So uh, burst strategy with secondary suites rob. You like that method or
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, good <laughs> bit. Um, hey, just
2: for people out there that don't know uh, OPM?
0: Yes. Other uh, other people's money. So basically, you know, um, people who have cash or savings, um, uh, lines of credit are, are huge. So if you have access, you know, to like, for example, again, nobody told me about this and I literally kick myself uh, for not looking harder to find that uh, opportunity because for over 15 years, I could have had such an amazing passive income because my ex-husband, you know, together, there was a very, there was a good six-figure income there. We had access to tons of credit, a HELOC, houses paid off. Um, And then, you know, you can use the availability of funds to generate an income for you passively. But not many people talked about it. And uh, now I have, you know, so many amazing investors Who, uh, for example, I have uh, this couple who's a doctor and a dentist and, uh, you know, they're busy doing their business, but they invest with us through their savings and line of credit and they're getting a monthly passive income. And that was very helpful, I believe, uh, during this time of COVID because people, businesses were shut down and whether you were, uh, you know, a doctor, uh, I mean, a dentist, for example, right? Um, business was shut down and you couldn't go into work, but you still had your bills to pay for these leases and uh, properties. But they were getting a passive income regularly from uh, investors like me. So that is a great source of income to add to one's portfolio. And that allows vetted investors, you know, to continue doing what they what they are doing, uh, like for for example in our case we create these secondary units it's mostly all through private investment
2: so now you mentioned that there is a lot of fear surrounding the you know what has happened in in the past couple of months now uh what would you say to somebody who who came to you and said you know i really really want to invest but i'm i'm uncertain about it like I know you always say to to you know the best time to invest was yesterday, and the second best time is now, but I'm worried about this. yeah, what would you have
0: to say to them? It's uh very important to be cautious, but then it's important to get informed and uh, get involved a little bit about understanding uh you know what the investor is doing, for example, in my in our case, we're in Ottawa um who are we you know what have we done? to earn the trust and credibility of investors. Um, and that's where, you know, that's what we we overshare. Uh, just, just to let you know, we overshare on social media every, almost everything we do with our projects. Sometimes, uh, you know, the, many a times the bad things, the delays and COVID brought a lot of delays as well. Um, but understanding the fact that we invest in ourselves to learn before we take anyone's uh, investment and uh, hard-earned funds to put into these projects. These are all real estate-backed investments. This is a tangible asset. Uh, Worst comes to worst, there is a property that can be sold and funds can be returned. The important thing is, as I mentioned, buying right. There are people in the market who are overpaying for properties right now, and that is a very dangerous thing uh, to do in any market really, but especially right now. Uh, so our strategy is always to find uh, deals that, that we have a formula. So as long as we buy it based on that formula, 40 to 60 cents on the dollar, and we have our budget very clearly defined, we have our own team. Uh, so proven past uh, performance based on um, you know what we've done, our posts, that, that helps build credibility as well not to mention uh, our investors, not one of them uh, had a delayed payment during COVID. So you've got to see the track record of the investor. You've got to get reference checks done. Uh, Make sure you're doing your homework. You know, today, again, Google's your best friend. Uh, If someone did something bad and didn't do anything to fix it, um, you can find out everything. Uh, It's not as easy to... uh, yeah get away with stuff anymore which is great uh you know because like i said
2: you just search buys house that she was talking about there is specifically that you know being worried about covid and i've had a lot of people look at it from a different perspective where you are actually earning an income at the same time <laughs> from this investment right so it 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 it's almost like a, a security net in a time like this
1: mhm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was, and I, when she comes back, we'll talk, uh, hopefully she comes back here in a 2nd We'll get to her talking about some of those challenges because she was talking about, uh, she was kind of segueing us right into that anyways, into the challenges and stuff that maybe others have had or that, that she's probably had. I'm assuming over time, there's been some challenges. It'll be interesting to see what she talks about with that. And then, uh, and then I want to dive deeper on the private lending scope of things too, to get a feel for how she actually structures those. I think that'll be some interesting stuff coming up. Yeah, that'd um, be interesting
2: sure. too because it does take a good bite out of the uh, out of the cash flow and the uh, ROI on every deal, right? If you're going to look at private money, it's significantly more expensive. Yeah. So um, to be able to still make it work with private money, you've got to definitely find some good deals. And if she's getting 29 in one year, I mean, maybe they're not all private lenders or anything like that, but you've got to consider that... It, they're they're probably not that hard to find, but they don't seem they're not that easy to find. I was I mean, but they don't seem all that hard to find when you talk about that kind of number, right?
1: I think some of the biggest things on that, and maybe she'll touch on this, but it's it's being ready and willing and able to take action when the opportunity is there, right? And not being, you know, once that's the part of the taking action part is you get experience, you are able to take action faster, and and you don't miss because I think there are opportunities out there all the time. You know, it's hard to. First of all, if you're if you're trying to do everything yourself, it's hard to have time to focus and see uh, mm-hmm. if you're, you know, you find the deals, even see them. Sometimes they pass without even noticing. But if you're, you know, you got a team and stuff around to some version of a team where they're able to help you do these things and you're not hammering away at your renovations all the time. You also need to be able to take action on them, right? and And, and be able to move quickly. So I think those are probably some big elements there to to help people move forward on those. But twenty nine deals, yeah, it's. I mean, I know she's in Ottawa, um, fa- fairly big market. Probably, maybe able to find some of those through through the year. You know, she's also in a couple other areas, so it would be interesting to see how she manages um, Sask Saskatoon or Saskatchewan and then uh, Ottawa as well. But um, but yeah that'll be good. As long as she gets back on here, we'll dive deep into that sort of stuff.
2: Well, I think a little bit about what you were just saying there sort of meets that formula of luck is when I think
1: we're getting her back here. What's that? Keep going. Yeah. I think we're getting her back on here.
2: But... Oh, there we go.
0: I uh, Lost the connection there.
2: No problem.
1: All good. We kept it going and uh, we are hoping you'd jump back in. So all good. Um, we were, uh, we were kind of, it sounded like we were kind of about to segue into maybe some of the challenges and things that you've had over the, over the uh, years, obviously you know people have uh, had major challenges, and some of those being you were talking about being able to be found on Google maybe and things like that. but you know as long as you as long as you have a, a solution to them and you can overcome them, it's not the end of the world there's There's tons of failures and challenges along the way. I'm sure you've had your fair share. Um, can you comment on some of the stuff you've been through and how it's maybe helped you learn and grow over the years? Um, now, for
0: example, for let's talk about flipping for example. Uh, Most people, you know, tout it as a a fail-safe way of creating an active income in real estate. Um, And it can be, for the most part, uh, as long as you have systems and processes and a team in place. But people forget that part. And, uh, you know, they just jump right in. and they see a property, they they see, okay, I... And that's the problem, though. On TV, on, uh, you know, on... um, media you you just see basically a purchase price and you see a sale price and then you're like oh my god this person bought it for 300 and sold it for 500 but it's not as simple as that there are many other numbers involved not to mention contingencies not to mention that plans never go as per schedule um and contractor issues happen uh, delays happen and again like during covid for example right right now we have issues with materials so you can have the best intentions at heart but things will still happen the the thing is you know you fall down five times you get up six and that's where again the network part comes in because there are people who are probably going through or have gone through that before so it's important to for you to build relationships and these relationships can help you in in a huge way um, and uh, so, so not all flips are profitable, uh, you know, the big, uh, shocker there, but yes, you hear about the ones that went well, but Hey, I've had clips where we did make money. So if you're doing, it's a numbers game. So if you're doing one clip, the chance of it, you know, y- you may succeed in it and more power to you if you do, but there are chances that it'll, you'll either break even or lose money. But if you do 10 following a system processes and a team that you have in place, then you, know, you, may, uh, you may have a profit on six, you may break even on a couple, and you may have a loss on one or two. So you need to be prepared f- for that. You need to be realistic uh, because it's not a perfect world and uh, despite your best intentions, but you need to have a contingency plan. And uh, that, that I think is crucial. Um, in, other, in other things, we've had, uh, for example, last year, I'll give you an example of last year, um, we had a person who was rented by a, a well-known individual in Ottawa, and, uh, you know, we we hired them to do one of our flips because we had too many going on, so our, our own teams were busy. So we hired uh, a contractor, and uh, everything was going fine, we thought, but then, after a couple of months, we all um realized that this person was actually a serial scammer. And uh, have you I don't know if you watched the document uh this movie Dear John. I think it's called yeah. Dear John. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this person was a dear John. Uh <laughs> and, you know, and the scary part is that everybody had vetted him. There were backstories to support his lies and everything. But at the end of the day, the point was that uh, we put our trust in him and uh, um, we did what we thought uh, was reference checks and everything. And he, uh, for us, there was $30,000 that he took from us. And then next he just said, oh, sorry, I don't, sorry, I spent it. And I don't own anything. So there was an option of either... Uh, you know, just crying and going to courts and get into all that legal hassle of trying to sue someone. Who and yes, we would win, but we would not get anything back uh, because he didn't own anything. And many people are like that. They they come with a plan. So instead of focusing all your energy on that anger and that loss, uh, you know, we we decided to okay, we've had this. We it it's happened. Now we have to find a way out of it so you work again you you change your mindset and uh, you know we learned from that lesson and uh, we made stricter policies about who we are hiring um, you know recommendations referrals three reference checks all all that stuff and again social media uh, anyone who doesn't have a social media presence i'm quite wary of um, and uh, that should have been a red flag for me many people um don't like social media and that's fine As long as you can back up with other references, you know, you you should be able to find proof of what they've done before successfully for a while. But uh, so, yeah, that that taught us quite a bit. And uh, it also taught us that there's no point in just uh, wasting our energies, getting upset about something and just dwelling into that. You know, if you just keep going in that, then it's a it's a it's a black hole. Uh, Nothing positive is coming out of it. Instead, if you just say, okay, fine, it's happened. On my next one, I'm going to recover this. Now, how do I do that? So I, I'm going to find one property, which I'm going to double what I've lost. And I'm going to come back with a bang. And sure enough, we, you know, last year, for example, a little before this time, um, I literally wanted to take the blankets over my head and just Disappear because they're like how could someone do this to us? How you know we had the best intentions. The so how could someone do this to us is such a useless thought process. Though, I mean, why why not us? You know why uh, you, you can't think like that. So you have to change your mindset. So you have to learn from the mistakes that you made, and you have to take ownership of those mistakes. We we chose to ignore red flags, so this is on us. It's not just on him. He didn't just come waltzing in our life and take our money. We gave it to him. So introspection, changing your process, changing things so that it doesn't happen in the in the future, is important. Um, and you know, today, and then he that fellow went to jail and uh, his life is ruined. And he'll continue doing what he did. And here we are. We learned from that, and we we put twenty nine more in our portfolio. So at the end of the day, people with bad intentions don't win you can choose whether you're going to win or you're going to lose based on how you react to the situation and the experience.
2: That's a good, um, a good, uh, lesson for everybody. I think, I mean, we've had one similar story, I think, and that's about it where, uh, the important thing to learn there is have your, I guess your, I mean, um, hers was a case of a JV partner that did something similar to that, but, uh, I guess the, um, thing is just have all your documentation in place, have all your paperwork in place to hold people accountable for their side of the deal. Right.
1: Yeah. There's a lot to learn on that. I think that was a great story. Um, thanks for being open about that and sharing it. A lot of, sometimes it's tough to get guests to share that type of stuff. So uh, I appreciate your uh, you know vulnerability there and in, in, in sharing that. That was great lessons
0: in that. You're most welcome. I'm just, I'm just worried for, you know, new investors who just see the good parts. So I think it's important for uh, people like us who have more experience and have gone through it to be more honest and upfront about uh, things that didn't work out as well. And then how to move past that. I think it's important. If you all do that, uh, there'll be so many new investors who won't have to go through similar situations.
2: Yeah. And these are roadblocks They're not derailment of your uh, investing career, right? It's just, uh, you know, regroup, refocus, figure out how to carry on and carry on don't quit
0: absolutely, absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. um private lending then can you talk a little more about how how you structure that and uh, maybe what the opportunities might look like for others to get involved in that and and what that whole model looks like we've talked a lot with a lot of people about joint venture type models and i know this is somewhat similar but it might be have you know it's probably a little bit different so what does it look like
0: sure uh in our case we don't do joint ventures all our properties are owned by us uh, personally uh, and there are different models you know and all all can succeed there's room for everything uh in our case i can talk about that part so um uh, you can the way you can lend privately is through secured or unsecured uh, lending uh the the more the risk the higher the interest rate so in a secured environment and again this is just random Numbers—it's not specific. It may change. Disclaimers all out there. Uh, do your own research. Everybody is different. Um, but for example, if tomorrow I'm going to go and uh, buy a property, and uh, you know, the investor who's funding that property gets, let's say, about an eight percent or eight to nine percent uh, return on their investment, plus some lender fees, depending on what's uh, what works for both. And um, so they are secured against that first mortgage. And we get to own the property to do the work that we do. Then comes the part where we uh, need the funds for the renos. So because we've been doing this for a while and we have a system in place, we know what the budget for that is. And again, it's very important to be realistic about that budget. I've seen people who throw out numbers like 70,000, 60, 50,000 for a secondary suite conversion for like a typical three bed, one bath. And that is, that may, maybe it happens somewhere, uh, you know, in the GTA or further from there. Um, Maybe if you're you're picking up the hammer yourself and you're doing a lot of the work, uh, maybe it happens. But it's not going to happen if you're running it as a business or if you're running it as as a legal secondary suite with permits, with inspections and everything in Ottawa, in this market. So it's important for you to know what works in your market what are the budgets and numbers in your particular market because every market is different so for us for example the Renault funds are usually on a promissory note loan so because they're unsecured the interest rate may be a little bit higher um, usually they're a one-year or a two-year term and uh, completely negotiate uh, negotiable there are people who don't need monthly payments so they offer a balloon payment at the end there are people who need a monthly income coming in. Like, for example, I have a friend who invests with us and she's, a, uh, you know, a, like a single mom and she needs that as a side income. So she gets monthly income from her investment of her line of credit funds. And uh, again, it's it's win-win. Um, you know, it's, uh, they are earning a passive income. We get to create this. And once the project is done, you know, we refinance and the investors are paid out. And then because they have seen uh, what, what, that money was able to do for them and for us we repeat it again so because we've been very open and transparent over the last three years we have a name in the market um people come to us directly and they they want to be a part of it there are a few people who want to do joint ventures with us um, but because we don't do joint ventures, I, you know, I'm more than happy to share my other investor friends who do that. And uh, that's where it's, again, a win-win, because it's not just, oh, my God, I want all the investors to come to me. No, it's, it's a sharing uh, community. What works for you, you know, I might pass it on to you if it doesn't work for me. And as long as we, again, the mindset is of abundance. It's the more you give, the more you get back, I, I feel. So that's kind of how our private lending model works.
2: I like that. And then after the year, you will, like, after the rentals are done, after the year, then you go um, uh, reassess and possibly go to, like, an A lender.
0: Uh, Yes. It, again, depends on everyone's situation. Um, But, yeah, then you just shop it with your broker. And it's important to have an investor-focused broker who knows what you're trying to do and who knows the big picture, so that they can they can uh, you know formulate a model for the long term plan for you. It's not just about one property. For us, for example, it's about fifty properties in a year. So there has to be a much bigger uh, scaling model, and that's where the broker, the right broker, comes in as well. Uh, but yeah, then you then you go refi with a different lender, better rates, and it only gets better if you're managing your property right. Your numbers were right in the beginning. You know that every little drop in an interest rate down the road is charging for your long term wealth awesome um now you have a coaching program right? Yes Tell
2: us Yes. A bit about that. that
0: okay uh so I coached under Stephen Arnio um uh, who uh who was well known in Canada uh, as the coach who did a lot of flips so he had he had created amazing systems and programs uh, and we used to fly into Winnipeg and uh, do these three-day uh, three, three day courses on the weekend which were so intense uh, and we learned so much uh, and I say we because I've you know I, I have a group of friends now from that uh, program and, and uh, that community and again as I'm growing they've been growing as well right so now they're builders and uh, it starts like that the networking is so important but uh, but yes so uh stefan uh sadly passed away in march uh, from cancer and uh but he was he was way, way ahead of his years and he created and uh, formed black Card university where he designed and put all his uh, programs in the system and he designed uh, and created black Card university which is his legacy and this, and a few of his students, he uh, he taught us to be coaches to pass on that education. So I am part of Blackheart University uh, right now as a coach, and they have a couple of different programs depending on where you want to go you know, do you want to do just one flip and then try more on your own? Do you want to learn how to do three? Do you want to be handheld through three, four, you know, three, six or 12? And um, of course, it's not going to be the cheapest program because as an investor myself, the cheaper the program, the, the less I was inclined somehow to open, you know, my books or do anything much about it. But the point is that, the program has led me uh, and my other friends to where we are so uh so so yeah I'm uh, coaching through that uh, there are bronze platinum uh, up to platinum coaches um, who help new investors learn to earn and uh, it, it's a great system in the sense that it teaches you remember I was mentioning the fundamentals are important like i can I can give someone the names of all my You know, investors, my broker, everybody, and just say, okay, there you go. There's your first flip. But to teach them how to do it so that tomorrow if I'm not there, like Stephanie's not there anymore, they can go and recreate and grow from there, scale up from there. I think that's the most important thing. Till you have a base, till you have a foundation, till you have systems and processes in place, you're not getting big. You may do one or two, but that's not going to lead to financial freedom for you and your family. Um, and COVID has brought that to the forefront, how important it is to have different source of, sources of income, especially passive income. Um, so these courses uh, and coaching helps people learn about how to create active income through flips and wholesaling or long-term passive income through investing and uh, creating you know, uh, SDUs like we do as well. So it's a great, wholesome program. And um, again, I invite everybody to go have a look at my Facebook page. They're very open and transparent. There are a couple of reviews. Uh, feel free to connect with my uh, students. Uh, and I love what they're doing. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm excited about it. I, I was, I don't, I'm so busy right now, which is not to say, oh my God, I'm so busy. Not like that. But I'm happily, positively busy creating what we are for our business and our family. But this uh, is an important part because in a way uh, it helps fast things on, uh, to the next, you know, the generation of investors or, uh, the next uh, group of investors to do, to achieve financial freedom. So I think it's again, a win-win I love win-wins. So just helping do that.
1: And so where can people find the, uh, more info on that? And, and if they're interested in coaching with you or, or getting involved, where do they go?
0: Definitely. They can uh, connect with me directly on Facebook or, uh, you know, uh, we'll share my email address. They can write to me. Um, They can also directly go to the uh, BlackCardU.com website to read and find out more and then connect with me. And then we can help them get started. But like I say, you know, you can earn with us or you can learn with us. Uh, You can earn passive income by investing in our projects with us and be a part of that. Um, or you can learn with us through the coaching program. So lots of opportunities for whoever wants to change their future positively.
2: So aside from the coaching course, which sounds great, what uh, what what recommendation do you have as a way for investors who want to scale their business like you have?
0: Uh-huh. Uh, to scale, I think it's important to again, you know, be the dumbest person in the room theory. Um, you know. Join high-end mastermind groups where people are doing way beyond what you are right now and where you want to be. Pay to get a coach that's doing and has done, proven uh, to have done what you've done. Um, The network part is just so important because one person, you know, it just takes one person to connect you with the next person who's going to help you get where you want to be. It's super important. You have to get out of your comfort zone. If you're an introvert, if you don't like to talk about yourself, I think it's important to, to, just, to just do it. You know, you, you have to put yourself out there. And in today's times, today's worlds, uh, your social media presence is very important. If you're not good at it yourself, hire a media company, you know, get, get someone to design that part for you so that they can handle that part for you. And another thing is delegate please try don't try to micromanage everything don't try to go shopping at home depot every day trying to find you know save 2 dollars on a tile because it was on a sale that's not how you're going to scale up and grow your business your time should be focused on strategies raising capital negotiations finding deals finding way to find deals creating realtors who understand arvs which is after repair values uh and you know all that business development kind of stuff not in nickel and diming money you'll save or okay you know you, you oh today i'll go and paint the room and save i don't know what 100 bucks for a day your time is worth a lot more than what you can pay someone to do that work so don't so find someone who can do that job and your time is worth what 500 dollars or thousand dollars an hour
2: create business
0: solutions with that time Wonderful.
1: awesome i love that i had one more quick one that's going back i feel like people are think, might be asking this afterwards um when you set up your uh, you do the private uh, lending and, and you know kind of a simplest version of that when you go to refinance and you uh, you're going to hold it long term are you going into a corporation with those uh, on title or is it yourself personally or what does that look like there
0: Right. Uh, so I again recommend, uh, of course, you have to talk to your accountant and lawyer uh, there for your personal situations. But for us, we uh, invested a lot of money money in getting this done right from the beginning because we have a long term plan. So it's not just about one or two flips or one or two or three properties. It's about long term. And uh, that's where we hired an incorporation lawyer so we have a holding company and then we have companies under that where we hold certain kind of businesses under each um, part so it's important to set it up right right in, in the beginning uh, whether it's for tax purposes or for whatever reasons and your lawyer and accountant will guide you uh, but again don't uh, don't look at the dollar signs in front of their bills right now because in the end it'll end up saving you a lot of money and a lot of headaches because imagine Three years down the road, you own a building that's, you know, a hundred unit building. You will wish you had set up that in corp- uh, the corporation before. But now if you're going to transfer things into a new corporation, you're going to end up paying a lot more in land transfer tax and so many other things. Mm-hmm. So it's important to set things up right in the beginning. If you're planning to do this seriously and full time or not even full time, but if you're planning to hold a couple of properties for a while. I do suggest, uh, having a corporation set up the right structure is important. So, so hire someone who can help you set that up.
2: Awesome. Very good. So what is next for you in your business?
0: Okay, uh, great question. So uh, next for us is uh, we are uh, going to continue what we're doing because we, we think that we have a great niche here and we know our system, our team knows exactly what to do. So they're working on about 12 projects right now on the go, different teams in Ottawa. Um, but we're going to uh, do more multis. We're going to get into multifamilies. And I'm, uh, we're learning about that. We just uh, you know closed on a triplex last month. Uh, not last month, last week, sorry, yeah, and it's uh, getting rented as we speak, Um, and then, you know, we're going to go sixplex to eightplex within the next little while, next few months, and then my goal is to get into larger multifamily buildings, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm reaching out to, and I'm learning from people who do things in the multifamily space, so I'm in the learning phase right now for that, that part. I've hired a couple of people, uh, coaches and programs to learn that part so, so that we can put our brand on the building someday soon. Very good. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Exciting.
2: Yeah. You've had much success last year, so continued success next year with all of those uh, ambitions that you have and uh, wish you the best. Thank you Thank for you so much. sharing everything that you have today with us.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure and I hope someone can learn, you know, a little something from this.
2: So they definitely will. I know that. So how can people get in touch with you, though, if they want to take it one step further?
0: Uh, yeah, just send me a, a, a PM on Facebook uh, directly if you want. My Facebook page is Russ Buys Houses. Uh, I think it's on my uh, screen there, probably. And uh, yeah, let's let's chat, let's connect. Um, my email address is uh, rasna at northhatleyproperties.com. Again, I'll mention it in the chat as well. Um, On Instagram, again, I'm there as Russ Buys Houses. So, yeah, there's lots of ways to connect. And um, I'd love to hear from you.
2: Yeah, lots of ways to connect. And if you didn't catch all of those, we're definitely going to have them all in the show notes. So jump over there and you'll be able to get in touch with Rasna at the click of a button. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Sandy, how can people get in touch with you?
1: Uh, 289-389-6846 or sandy at mckayrealtynetwork.com and
2: you can of course reach me at at robbreakthrough.ca well thank you everybody another great show Uh, very exciting and uh, wish you all the best and hope to see you soon
0: thanks Thanks for having me again take care